Protagonist, it's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. It is Friday, January 8th, 2021, and this is season eight, episode three, also known as episode five, 522. I still haven't figured out if I'm gonna do which, which format I'm gonna do. I don't even know. It's like, I don't even know. So we're just going to stick with both of them for right now. Uh, maybe next week we'll make a decision. <laughs> I'm going to be on episode 100, like, episode 100, season, season 8, episode 20, whatever. Yeah, anyways. So today we're going to be talking about memory. You know, it's funny. I was actually thinking about this today because uh, I have this 86-year-old client. Yeah, yeah, 86, exactly, right? So he was telling me about all these cool stories, and he was telling me about like how he remembers all these cool things. And I'm like, damn, I hope I can remember these things when I'm 86 years old. You know, he was, like, he was telling me about stuff in the 50s and how people used to smoke in, uh, smoke in, the, in the malls and stuff. I'm like, damn, I couldn't imagine people smoking in the mall. So anyways, and he was telling me about how people didn't wear seatbelts back in the day. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we didn't even have seatbelts in cars. Like, I can't even imagine a car without seatbelts. But yeah, apparently cars didn't have seatbelts back in the 50s. Did you know that? I didn't know that. <laughs> so anyways, so we were talking about memory, and it made me think. I was thinking about, you know, can you improve your memory through exercise? The answer is yes. And uh, also made me think about, like, how you can improve your life. Like, can you have a better life through exercise? You know, obviously people that exercise are happier, right? I mean, they, they have studies and stuff that say that, but can you actually improve your life? Not necessarily happy, happier, but can you just have an, a more efficient and effective life by working out and having a better memory? So I, I thought about that, did a little research, and we're going to get into that in today's episode. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Episode three, season eight, Muscle Memory. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about memory, right? So memory, there's a lot of different types of memory. Well, there's a lot of different ways that we can look at memory. But the two ways we're going to think about memory are recognition and recall memory. Now, re recognition, uh, science, scientists will define it as uh, whether you've encountered something or someone previously. Actually, they'll say whether you've encountered a specific stimulus, but we'll call it something or someone because this is a podcast. It's not a scientific <laughs> publication. And um, there's recall memory, which we're going to talk about specifically. And that is uh, where you retrieve previously learned information. That's essentially like if you've done something before, do you remember how to do it? So 
specifically, we're going to be, so there's different types of recall memory, but today we're going to be talking about procedural memory. Now, procedural memory, as you can, uh, as you may think, as you may guess, it's memory of how you do something, right? So you can think about this, like, one great example of procedural memory is, like, when you first learned to drive a car. Remember when you first learned to drive a car, you jumped in the car and you were freaking out, right? You had your hands on 10 and 2, and you were, like, had, the, had to have the radio off, and you were looking, noticing everything, and you are driving, like, 15 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour zone because you were scared, and you were pu- pumping the brakes. Yeah, now you're, like, driving with one hand on the steering wheel, radio blasting, and the other hand with a cheeseburger, right? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's, that's an example of procedural memory. So, like, once you do something, the more you do it, it actually become, becomes ingrained into your long-term memory. Now, in relation to, what, uh, in relation to uh, my client and how the, I wanted to talk about memory and his longevity, so pr- having something that you do consistently over and over again, it helps build neurological pathways, right? See, like, if you're not doing something or if you're not really, like, doing something that is outside of your norm, right, if you're just walking and existing in life, you're not going to really create new neurological pathways, but you see, with working out, even if you're doing the same workout every time, it's gonna, you're going to have different stimulus. You're going to be a little bit tired. The weights may feel a little different. You may feel a little bit like less flexible for the day. So there's going to be different, st- even though it's the same workout, so to speak, there's going to be different ways that, that stimulus is going to affect your body. So that actually helps you always create these new, new neurological pathways. And by creating new neurological pathways, your brain has something to do, meaning that, well, you're going to be wanting, your brain's essentially going to want to live longer because you got something to do. So, I mean, that's like not scientific, but that's kind of my uh, theory on how memory actually serves you into living a longer life. But I would say that it's really important to, to work out, you know, like whether you're concerned about your memory or not, it's, it's important to work out because not only does it serve your memory, but it also helps you you know, to stay strong, you know, physically and mentally, because think about it, if you're actually challenging yourself physically on a consistent basis, well, I mean, other mental challenges are not going to be that tough, because, you know, we're having to deal with stuff that's, well, you know, it's within your control. Yeah, you know, mentally, sometimes the things that you're dealing with are not in your control. But if you can control those things that are, you know, those stimulus or those, uh, I should say better, with those challenges that, that you face, you know, weights, you know, running fast in a, for a certain amount of time or whatever you may call your workout, that's going to help you become stronger for those mental obstacles that you may face or those mental challenges that you may face in the future. And you think about it, you know, like, as I said, that, that procedural memory, you actually, when you do these things over and over and over again, it becomes like second nature. Like, you know, like I said, with the hamburger in your hand while you have the radio on, it becomes second nature. So these things have little to no conscious effort. So after a while, you know, if you're concerned about exercising, after a while, it just becomes like second nature, almost like breathing. Maybe not like breathing, but very similar to it, right? It's just something that you do, and it becomes part of your lifestyle. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting to think about that, because uh, as I say, back to my 86-year-old client, uh, during this pandemic, he didn't work out for a long time. He didn't work out for like seven months, but the thing is that he was working out for 25 years before that, literally. Like, he would work out the same day, and... <laughs> 
<laughs> Looking at how we work out, he pretty much probably did the same workout too every day. <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. The guy is in great shape and it worked out for him. But on the flip side, those seven months that he took off, he said that he felt absolutely terrible. Now imagine that. That's pretty, t- pretty wild, right? 20 years of working out in only seven months. Seven months and you're out of it. So you want to have like a good habit that you create in your life because, you know, I mean, as I said, you know, if, if, we're, looking, if we're talking about procedural memory and we're talking about things that you're going to do automatically, you know, wouldn't you want to have something like working out, something that improves your life that is like that is automatic for you rather than something that doesn't, you know, like... <laughs> Why would you want to have something like sitting on the couch all the time or something like complaining all the time or something like, you know, just eating yourself to quote unquote happiness as your procedural memory or as your procedural activity? You know, you don't want to have that as as something that is more or less a habit. So I would say like if you want to have something in your in your in your life that's like a good memory, I would say. Fitness could be one of those things that you would definitely put into your life as a good procedural memory. Maybe like brushing your teeth and washing your face and making your bed and cleaning your room. Those also might be good things, but a good place to start is exercising. To go ahead and finish this off here today, I just want to implore you to you know, think about what you're doing in your life. Think about what is, a, what is your procedural memory? What are your habits? What can you do to create better habits in your life? You know, because at the end of the day, the, you are what you are. You are what you are, the compilation. I can't think of the word for that, but you are the amalgamation. That's the word I'm looking for. You're the amalgamation of the things that you do on a daily basis. So if you're taking a look at what you're doing on a daily basis and you're thinking about what is serving you in the future as well as obviously in the present, then it'll probably make sense that working out is going to be the best thing for you. So work out. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So that's the best thing for your memory. Like I said, you know, I really feel like if with procedural memory, if you have something that you're doing consistently, it's going to help you, you know, have some, because if think about it, I mean, just think, think about this. If you have chaos in your life all the time, nobody remembers chaos. It's impossible to remember chaos. But if you have stuff that's more orderly, streamlined in your life, it's kind of easy to remember because like what you did yesterday is probably what you did the day before and the day before and the day before. Now, that's, that is the, the order part, right? That's the thing that's kind of like, all right, you don't have to worry about that because obviously, we, as we've talked about before, with perception, those things that you don't notice are the things that are pretty consistent with your values and consistent with your history and consistent with with your environment. But the things you do remember, usually, or the things that you notice or perceive are the things that kind of stand out for the most part. That's not always the case, but for the most part, you notice those things that kind of stand out or that are either helping or hurting your goal. So if you want to have a better memory, you want to have a better life, if you want to have better memories of the things that you want to have better memories of, then you don't want to have a chaotic life, meaning that you don't want to come home and you don't have any idea what you're going to be doing. You don't want to come home and have like all kinds of crazy things going on in your life. You don't want to be putting out fires uh, consistently. You know, I mean, it's good to have some challenges in your life, but if your whole life is chaotic because you have no order, well then, I mean, I can imagine that's going to be putting a pretty big strain on your system and it's going to be something that's most likely going to shorten your life. So 
that, that in a way can, can help you live longer. You know, like working out is one of those things that can be a habit, that is procedural memory, that would be something that you do consistently, that A, helps you face challenges, and B, becomes something that is consistent in your life so you have just a little less chaos on a daily basis. All right, so that does it for my day officially. We're going to call it a day. We're going to call it a week. Wow. First week of 2021 officially complete. How about that? I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did enjoy this episode, I would appreciate it if you would share it with your friends, family, and you know, maybe a stranger. Why not? <laughs> also, if you do love it and you have shared it with friends, I hope that you've already written a review and left a rating. If not, what are you waiting for? <laughs> All right. Yeah. And if you've done those two things, you're my friend. But if you want to be my best friend, subscribe. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. All right. So that does it for my week. I'll catch you uh, next week with uh, another fun and an entertaining episode starting on Monday. Yeah. All right. So whenever you're listening to this, I really do hope you're having a good one. And as always, keep good company. <laughs>